Hello, book friends, and welcome to Dig the Plot Podcast. I'm Jada Atwood. Today, we're going to meet the podcaster, which is me, and we're also going to look at one of my January reads. Next week, we're going to cover all of my reads for this month, but um, in addition to just going over who I am and getting to know me a little better, we're going to look at the read that I disliked the most for this month. So, let's get started. Like I said, I am Jada Atwood. I'm 47 years old from a small town here in Kentucky. I'm married to a retired police officer who is now an electrician. We have three kids, 12, 16, and 18. Our oldest will be attending college this fall, which is going to be a huge adjustment for us all. He's going to be about two hours away, so that's going to be a huge deal this year. I work in city government, and I have for 15 years. I have spent most of my life running, running for fun. <laughs> most people say, I mean, the only way you're going to catch me running is if I'm running from a bear. But I have ran for years. I have ran two marathons and dozens of half marathons and countless 5Ks. I realized at one point the amount of money I was spending to get a t-shirt was quickly adding up. Now I just run and compete against myself. During the last marathon, I suffered some nerve damage in my legs, so I don't run near as far. I usually keep it under three miles now, so trying to look at doing some other fitness things besides running. I can really tell now that I'm getting older that I can feel it in my knees and in my joints. So looking for some other things to do. Um, a fun fact about me is that I have announced beauty pageants for over 25 years. I cannot believe I've been announcing beauty pageants that long. I have always loved pageants. I spent years judging them as well. My husband and I love to be outdoors we kayak, we fish, we hike. We have a squirrel dog that we like to take out. We actually took him out yesterday, Chaco. It was a beautiful day here in Kentucky. Today, it's really rainy. So that's why I've decided to put off till today to record my podcast. We also have a golden doodle named Nellie. She's absolutely perfect. She's two years old and you couldn't ask for a sweeter dog. She's got the best demeanor and we just love her. So now let's move into my favorite hobby, which Running used to probably be at the top of my list, but now I'm going to say it's reading. I've always read. But back in 2019, I decided to try my hand at being an influencer. Yes, an influencer. I love to watch them on Instagram. I love to see their stories. And honestly, I get more invested into that than I do actually watching TV. I can't say that there's any one TV show that if you took from me right now that I would be disappointed. So I love getting on Instagram and watching influencers. So like I said in 2019, I thought, you know, I'm going to start an Instagram and I'm just going to start doing it. Well, I don't have the personality for it. I am probably what you would consider really moody. So I couldn't get on there every day and just be cheerful and happy. I'm just kind of up and down and that's okay. So it just wasn't me. So it quickly turned into me taking pictures of books. So then 2020 came. So I was home a lot um, from work. We didn't have to work every day because we all know what took place. So I slowly shifted it to just being a sole account for books. And then I started finding other book accounts. And then I just kind of turned it into nothing but about reading. I've always loved to read. I love to go to the library. I still I go to the library at least twice a week um, just to check what new books have come in. I've read just about every book that's currently on their shelves that um, I'm interested in. But I like to go check the new reads that have come in. So, like I said, reading has become my focus. 
I was gone with the book on Instagram for a really long time. And then I decided that after, what, three years that I wanted to do something a little different. I wanted to start a podcast. But I didn't really like my name after I decided I wanted to put this out into the podcast world. So I started trying to think of it. Started trying to rush it, which doesn't work. It just needs to naturally come to you. So I honestly think it came to me possibly in the middle of the night. I'm not sure. But all of a sudden, it just I was like, dig the plot. That's it. Of course, there's, you know, already a dig the plot that no one's using on Instagram. So I had to put an underscore in front of it. So on Instagram, I am underscore dig the plot. I love the Instagram community. It is the absolute best community. Everyone's rooting for each other and we love reading each other's reviews and we love commenting on each other's posts and seeing what cool things that you come up with. So I love being a part of it. I did recently hit 5,000 followers, so that was super exciting. And then also recently, I received a copy of Locust Lane by Stephen Amadon to place in my nearest free little library. And so I didn't even really know what that was, but I agreed to do it, so I had to figure it out. So I simply Googled it, and it popped up that my neighboring town, which is about mm, 15 to 20 minutes away, had a free little library. So I had to drive to a neighboring town to put the book in the free little library. And I thought, you know what? I, why don't we have one here? So last week, I went to our mayor because I do work in city government. And I'm like, you know what? This is what we need to do here. We need to have our own. And I would be thrilled to be in charge of it. I've got a ton of books that I can start us off with. And she is a reader, so she agreed. And she said, you know what? I'm going to do one even better. We're going to start two. So hopefully come spring, we're going to have a free little library for adults. And we're also going to have one solely for kids books. So I was super excited that I talked to her about it because she immediately jumped on it. So very soon we will have our own charter for the free little library. So Hopefully, we'll be able to bring you guys along for that process. So, after doing Instagram for several years, like I said, I decided I wanted to do this podcast, and I found the new name. I wanted some kind of cool artwork locally. We have tons of people who are so talented, so I told them what I wanted and got them to draw up some artwork for me and narrowed it down, and then, of course, as you can see when you clicked on this podcast, my Dig the Plot podcast artwork is there, and I absolutely love it. I've even changed my Instagram photo to that, and every week, you know, we're growing. Last week, I had more listeners than I've ever had, and it seems to slowly climb, and that just encourages me more to do more. I, I wasn't sure what I would do if I did this for very long, and maybe my only, my husband was listening, or maybe a couple of my friends if I would just stop, but I really do look forward to it, and I like preparing for it during the week. It gives, keeps my mind busy, so... And hopefully also I will gain more experience. There's tons of things I want to do. And I will say sometimes I get a little lazy and I don't research it. But I really want to get music behind this. That's my next goal. So um, I feel like I have found my little plot on Instagram. And now, now I hope to find it in the podcast world. So that's just a little bit about me. I'm sure there's tons of stuff I didn't even think of to say. But I love to play this or that on Instagram. And most people put it in their Instagram story. So I thought I would just use one, give you the options, and then tell you which one I prefer. I thought that would be fun. So in this version of Let's Play This or That, we're going to either choose, and then I want you to play along with me. You, you can think about what you would choose as well. Chapter stopper or stop anywhere. I absolutely cannot stop anywhere. I have to stop 
where the chapter stops. Now, if I have to get up, like if something happens in the house and maybe I have to go switch the laundry or, you know, grab something to eat or help somebody. Now, I can, for that moment, stop and come back. But if I'm stopping reading and I'm not going to be coming back to the book for a while, it has to be a chapter stopper. And also, this is so weird, but I figured it out the other morning. Because, you know, when you watch TV shows, they come on at the top or the bottom of the hour. A show will, sit, you know, probably start at 6, 7, 8. And so then when it goes off, it's either going to be a 30-minute show or an hour-long show. So I have found every morning, I sit, this is crazy, but I sit at the kitchen table and put my makeup on. I like to be in the middle where I can see where everybody's at, what everybody's doing. Everybody's up, getting ready that they're, you know, taking their medicine, that they're brushing their teeth. I just like, to, I call it the hub. I like to be at the hub of everything. So I sit at the kitchen table and I have a small TV. And right now I'm obsessed with watching making of the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders. It's been around for years, but for some reason I've just discovered it and I absolutely love it. So every morning I sit in there and I watch it. And I have figured out that I really prefer starting it like it's like, you know, I don't just hit play. I like to start it if it's at the top or the bottom of the hour. That way I can keep up with what time it is. It's so weird. Like I don't like it if I started at some random like 10 till or something. I like to start it at the beginning or the bottom of the hour. I love putting my makeup on at the kitchen table. My husband's offered to get me a vanity downstairs. And I just don't, I don't want to be away from everybody. I like to be upstairs and be where I can see that everything is moving. People are getting out the door on time and everybody's doing okay and we're all in good moods and that we've got everything we need. So maybe that was the fun fact about me. I put my makeup on at the kitchen, kitchen table. Okay, the second, proper bookmark or anything will do. Well, anything will do because I find myself not having my bookmarks near me when I start a book. I love bookmarks, though. I absolutely love them. Um, I don't have nearly enough as much as I love them. You'd think I would, but I will use anything. So, research before or go in blind. My favorite is to go in blind because then I don't have preconceived notions. But I do typically research, I guess, especially with NetGalley. I'll read the review before I request it, so that doesn't always work out. Or, But now, I will say, if it's an author that I'm familiar of and I've read all of their books... I totally will go in blind. Do not finish or stick it out. Probably stick it out just so I can say I finished it. I have not finished several books just because I couldn't even skim them. But especially if it's from an author that I'm used to reading, I definitely will stick it out just because if it's someone that I'm not familiar with and they don't really have anything else I want to read, I will DNF it. And I've gotten a little bit better about it because there are times that I'm sitting there reading this book that's absolutely horrible. And I'm thinking, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? I'm completely wasting my time. I've got a stack of TBRs over here that I totally could start reading. Books that I'm excited about. And yet I'm sitting here trying to push through it. Well, let me also say, if I'm reading a NetGalley book, I do try probably a little harder because I think I owe it to them. To really do it. I have not finished one or two off there that I just absolutely could not do it. But uh, mostly I try and stick it out. Mostly buy or mostly borrow. I would say the percentage wise, I mostly buy. I love going to secondhand bookstores. Um, that's I love it. I love getting a good deal. I order a lot of books off eBay. But like I said, also I go to the library at least twice a week. I'm super excited when our library gets in something that I've been wanting so that I can have the actual book. 
I do prefer the actual book, but there's just so much more access to books digitally that I do end up reading those more than I do actual books. And I do like to kind of hold on to my actual books. I tend to like to read one or two digitally and then throw in a real book to hold on to. Kind of feel like it's easier on my eyes that way. So, and then another one, one at a time or many at once. Oh my goodness, one at a time. My mind can't hardly hold many at once. I've tried it. I've picked some up and put some down. Like maybe I got one in that I really wanted or I got one on that galley that I'd been holding out for and I wanted to go ahead and get it read and get the review in. And I almost always have to go back to that other book and start over. I can't hardly handle many at once. I wish I could. I see people on Instagram where they've got an audio book going, an ebook going, a book going, and I don't see how they keep it straight. I just can't. So that's a little bit about me. I'm sure as we go through this podcast process, you'll find out a lot more about me. So let's talk about what I read this month. And next week, we're going to take a deeper dive into each of these books. But I am going to cover one of them this week. But so far this month, I've read The Push by Ashley Audrain. Loved it. The Senator's Wife by Liv Constantine. That's the one we're going to look at a little deeper in today's podcast. The Revenge List by Hannah Mary McKinnon. The Block Party by Jamie Day. The Spite House by Johnny Cumpton. That was a surprise book for me. I real I don't usually choose what would be considered horror, but this was such a good book, and it wasn't that long. I really, I really like this book, but we'll talk about it next week. And something that I said in past podcasts that I'm going to try and do, it depends. I don't like romance. I don't really know if they'll pick any, but I did read Reese's Book Club, The House in the Pines by Anna Reyes. So we're going to really focus on that one next week as well. And I am going to try and read her book club of the month each month. I thought I would also do the Good Morning America book club as well, but I've not been able to get my hands on that one yet. That's not to say we won't, but I'm going to try and do Reese's each month as she does. So, on to The Senator's Wife by Liv Constantine. This was my least favorite book of the month. And I was so excited for this book. And I did do a little research, which we're going to talk about in a minute, of Liv Constantine, just to see what kind of ratio I had with her. Because I thought, and I do, I really do like her. I'm, I think it's about half and half. But I received the ARC from NetGalley, had my fingers crossed the entire time, waited every day, hoping that I got the email that said I got it. And actually was going to put it on my list for one of probably what I thought was going to be one of the best reads for 2023. So let's talk about it a little bit. Sloan Chase and Senator Whit Montgomery are finally starting to move on after a horrifying ordeal that drew them together. This is basically their spouses died, I'm just going to tell you, because it, it's in like the first chapter, maybe even the first two chapters. I mean, it happens right off the bit, bit right off the start. So I'm not giving you a spoiler at all. So it just, that's it, what happens. So now they're dead <laughs> and they get married. So now they're married to each other. And, and like I said, it's all in the first chapter. Sloan is now facing hip replacement. So they're hiring a home health nurse to stay with her, Athena Karras. And she seems to be absolutely perfect. Sloan only starts to get sicker and sicker. And she's also starting to get suspicious of Athena. Why is she so interested in her foundation, in their money, things that they do? She also thinks that something is developing between her and her husband. So, I don't know. It, it just was, well, let me, let me go ahead and say this as well. The book was described as riveting, fast-paced, and full of twists. 
no. Just no. It was not. The best, the one word that I would use to describe this book was boring. There was nothing exciting. There was nothing riveting. Even the death of these spouses was like, you were just like, what, now? There was no character development whatsoever leading up to this. And it wasn't really even done in a shocking way. Um, I think I actually may have called it a yawn fest on Instagram. So if you check out that review that I wrote. But I just couldn't believe that I had put this in, or almost put this in one of my most anticipated reads. But I'm so glad I didn't because I would have had to eat those words. But nothing about this was believable. Like I said, just so disappointed. It just fell short for me. So I went ahead and checked on Goodreads. I am on Storygraph as well, so you can check out both of those. Dig the plot. Just go ahead and put a plug. I've never really requested or done much on Goodreads other than just keep, that's just the place I keep up with my books if I've read them in what year, and I've never really sought a lot of friendship, I guess you'd say, on there, but I am putting forth the effort, and I just like the, what some of the statistics that Storygraph offers, so I just now started Storygraph, so it's not going to have any books that I've read in the past. I think you might can import your Goodreads list, but I'm happy with Goodreads, so I just started Storygraph, and we're just going to start it with the 2023. So I did go back to Goodreads, and I have read every single one of Liv Constantine's books, so... Uh, the last time I saw you, I gave three stars. I had reviewed that on Instagram. The Wife Stalker, that was another one. Couldn't wait. And I only gave it one star. But my favorite was The Last Mrs. Parrish. And that was the first book that I had ever read by her, which caused me to read these others. So, really did like that one. But The Senator's Wife just fell short for me. It just didn't live up to the hype that I thought it was. And it just wasn't what I made it out to be. So, like I said, next week we will review the rest of my January reads, including House in the Pines. I'm really excited to talk about that one. It was good. I really did like it, but you can see how much I liked it next week. And we'll look ahead to February. We'll see what's coming out in February. And I may start planning my reads out a little more. Now I don't. I just base it off whatever I get off NetGalley, whatever I grab at the library. And then I hope that my husband takes me to a bookstore, maybe out to get some crumble cookies. And so I just do it that way. I can't say that I just sit down and think, okay, in February I'm going to do this. In March I'm going to do this. But I am finding now that with the podcast I have to do that a little bit more. So I hope you enjoyed today's Meet the Podcast and the review of The Senator's Wife by Liv Constantine. And once again, don't forget to follow me on underscore dig the plot, and we will see you next week.